Welcome, welcome, welcome to Lilies in the Valley podcast, where God is lifted, your spirit is watered, then fed, and your direction is led, Holy Spirit led. I'm your host, Sister Miko C. Deal, and I live and believe on John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for what you are doing in our lives, and we thank you that you continue to show us grace and mercy. Lord God, we ask for a fresh anointing, O God, today. We ask for a fresh mercy and grace. Lord God, we thank you that you are guiding us in this day, that no matter what come up against us this day, you have already given us the instruction. You have already given us the way out. You've already given us the way to fight. You have already given us the way to see and hear things, the way to speak. Lord God, even though things may come against us, they cannot prosper, God, and we thank you. We thank you that we can cast those things down in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, on this day, we shall have peace. On this day, we shall have faith. On this day, we shall decrease as you increase. And on this day, we shall declare your truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank God. Well, I certainly, certainly am so glad once again that you have stopped by our podcast, our little old podcast, Lilies in the Valley, to hear part three and the final part of Ruth. Amen. Amen. So um, I certainly encourage you to read Ruth um, on your own. It is very, very, very good. It, it very, 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 very um, ble- it blessed me. Let me just say that. It is very, very good. I have to keep saying that. I got It's very, 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 very good. It will bless you tremendously. It will feed your spirit. It will give you instruction. It will allow yourself to see you as God sees you. It will allow you to see how God has brought you from a mighty long way, where he's brought you from, where you are and where you're going. It will allow God to manifest in you all the promises in his will and in your prayer together, and you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You will know that you're not forsaken. You will know that you have not been left behind. So let's get into it. As I read on from verse, uh, excuse me, chapter one to verse, excuse me, to chapter four, I really came to see and understand grief. I came to understand uh, 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 being um some being support to someone for the wrong reasons, um, wanting to be the bigger person, but not really knowing how, or not having it rooted in a place where it should, wanting to take up things in the flesh and not really allowing them to manifest in the spirit and not really understanding that the spirit must and and can and will manifest itself and grow if I allow myself to be in the presence of God and listen for the instruction. I I really learned how to uh, cherish what God has done in my life, what God is doing in my life, and what God will do, because I have come to understand how God is will and shall. And he is done such a work in me that I just have to give him glory and tell him, thank God, because had it not been for God on my side, where would I be? So what I've learned in this and what I want you to understand about Ruth is God can position you to be seen, heard, or find favor with those he chooses if you listen to the instruction and do as he asks. You know, we have to spend time in his fields, which is the word of God, and we have to glean from him by following behind the Holy Spirit and picking up the wisdom, power, 
power and love he purposely leaves behind. And Ruth 2 and 8, listen, my daughter, will you not? Do not glean in another field, nor go from here, but stay close by my young women. Listen to me. Hear me. Look for me. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do not leave my presence. Do not seek unwise counsel, but stay near like-minded women who can pray with you and for you. Stay near like-minded men, my brothers, who can pray for you and with you. Ruth lost her husband, but she had also decided not to go back to her people, the Moabites. Her mother, her father, and any siblings she may have had in Moab, she decided to leave and continue to follow Naomi, who was following God, which was the grand divine design of God's plan. Since Ruth is David's, come on somebody, great-grandmother, her yes led to the birth of David. Come on somebody, which you may not know, but what you can find when you read Ruth on your own is not only was Ruth, come on somebody, David's great-grandmother, but Orpah <laughs> was Goliath's great-grandmother. Didn't I tell you this was going to bless you? Didn't I tell you this was going to allow you to see? So look what happened when Orpah went back. She became the great-grandmother of Goliath, who lost in the battle against David, who great-grandmother was Ruth. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The house of David was being built. Was being built in those decisions right then and there, right there from Moab to, to Jerusalem. Come on, somebody, to Judah, to Bethlehem, excuse me. Right there in their journey, the house of David was being built. Mm, 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 mm. Don't you understand? Don't you understand? Let me further along give you what you need. Rahab, hmm, come on somebody, come on somebody. We will be doing the study on Rahab next. Huh. We just did that study as a matter of fact, excuse me. And Rahab uh, uh, marries Solomon. And when Rahab marries Solomon, they begat Boaz. Come on somebody. So, Boaz's parents were Rahab the harlot, the Canaanite, and Salmon. And I want to say it like Salmon, the fish, you know how we do. But Salmon, Salmon married Rahab the harlot, the Canaanite. Come on. And Boaz was their son. Now Boaz marries Ruth. And they begat Obed, who then begats Jesse. And Jesse marries David's mother, and they beget David. Come on. Come on. Let me tell you something. This is such a blessing. This blessed me so, this study. Did you not know that the women in the Bible were so essential? But one of the things that is, stands out for me was not only were they essential, they were not pure. What I mean is they didn't have it all together. What I mean is they didn't, they weren't perfect. You understand? What I mean is they had some issues. They had some problems. They had some trials and tribulations to overcome. They had some mountains to climb. They had some valley lows to go in. Because if we did not have Rahab, the harlot, the prostitute, being talked about in her community, being put down, being a, a, a led astray, if we don't have her, we don't have Boaz who marries Ruth. 
And let me tell you something. For a woman to be a prostitute, she sure raised a good son. Can you understand? You may look. It's not about who you are in the flesh, in the world. It's about who you are in the spirit. When you receive Christ Jesus, he does a new thing in you. So you got to understand that in this text, in Ruth, Ruth was obedient. Her obedience led to the birth of David. Not only her obedience, when Rahab had the door open, come on somebody, she took it. She took it for her family. And that led on the blessing of her marrying Salmon. Now, if we didn't have Salmon, we wouldn't have Boaz. And Boaz wouldn't have met Ruth. And Ruth wouldn't have begat Obed and Jesse. And Jesse wouldn't have had David. Huh? Come on, somebody. And then David wouldn't have gone forth with Bathsheba and had Solomon. Come on, somebody. You see, they're all tied in together. Let me tell you one of my favorite characters that also happens to be the brother of David, Elihu. Elihu showed up in Job and he told Job, don't you curse God. Don't you do those things that, 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 that your friends are saying to do, that your wife is saying to do. Let me tell you something. Remember how good God has been to you. Come on, somebody. Remember how good God has been to you. Hold on just a little while longer. And Elihu shows up right when Job is getting weakened. But now let's get back to the text. You're going to have to read Job on your own because that's good too. Hallelujah. And if you remember in the very first podcast, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, Job is mentioned. And let me tell you how the Holy Spirit pulled it all together. Every podcast you've listened to has been Holy Spirit ordained for this day, for this purpose. I'm telling you right now. If you don't know anything else, know that God has chosen you. Know that you were chosen for a reason. Know that God is going to fulfill his dream through you, that you are a part of a kingdom family and that you have a job to do and that no one can say anything, can do anything to put you asunder. You are who God says you are. You will be who God says you will be and you shall overcome. You shall live and not die. So stop listening to yourself in those negative thoughts. Stop listening to other people. Stop measuring your life against what everybody else has or how everybody else was raised or what everybody else got or what they going to say or how you see yourself or where you think you should be or where you think you should stretch yourself to be or why you ain't here yet or why have you not arrived. Know that God had a plan for you. You were created in your mother's womb. He knew you in your mother's womb. He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows where he's taking you. He's known where you've been. He knows knows where you're going and you've got to put your hand in God's hand and keep going and keep going and keep going because if you glean from him by following behind the Holy Spirit and picking up the wisdom, the power, the love that he has purposely left behind for you, come on somebody. In Matthew 19 and 29, that's what we got to go to. I want to take you to Matthew 19 and 29. That is a scripture reference. And, and, and you can hear me flipping through my Bible because this is a, a, I'm a real person going through a real thing and, and being pulled and understood and, and nourished by God to do as he's called me to do. So, so, so we don't need to pretend we don't need to be perfect. It's going to be all right. Now let's go to 19 and 29. Come on, come on, somebody. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. Come on. 
You see, Orpah went back. Matthew 19, 29 makes it clear. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or fathers or mothers or wives or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. Ruth stayed. What did she inherit? Boaz. What did she inherit? She, un she inherited the instruction. She understood and her life was blessed. And we inherited the goodness of God in the land of the living by being able to go to God's word, by being able to go to God in prayer because of Jesus Christ's sacrifice on, on the cross, and he rose on the third day, but he was the lineage of David, and we would not have David if Ruth was not obedient. Somebody better understand. I love you, my daughter, is what God is saying to each and every one of you. I have you in the palm of my hand. Fret not, believe, trust, and always by faith. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No matter the circumstance, the situation, the time, or what it looks like, what I have planned shall always come to pass. Lean on me. God gives us specific instruction. He does not allow us to be alone or look foolish, for he directs us if we listen. We're not alone because he's with us. He, we don't have to look foolish if we do what he asks. But when we do what we want, when we go out on our own understanding, when we lean on our own wisdom, when we think we are so grand and we are so authoritative because we've been blessed so much or make others feel less than, we find ourselves looking foolish. But when we do what God says, when we lean on his understanding and not our own, when we are patient and have faith, and even when we feel like we are lost and alone, we still manage to go to God in prayer and be in his presence and worship him in advance anyway, he directs us if we listen. If we wait on him and meditate on his word, he will guide us to where we are supposed to be. So we are where we're supposed to be, sisters and brothers. We are where we are supposed to be today. Today, you're where you're supposed to be. If there is something that you don't like in a habit that you know is not becoming to the Lord or not becoming to yourself, you can stop at any time. You don't like the weight on your body? Work out. Work out with Christ. Tell Christ to help you. Allow Christ to help you get those foods that are not the foods that you should be eating and allow him and ask him for a plan to lead you, your life to a healthier lifestyle. And trust me, he will do it. You say, you don't give me an instruction on how to lead my life to a healthier lifestyle. Yes, ma'am. If you ask, yes, sir, he will do it. You don't like the way your money is funny. Ask God to give you a budget so that you can live in the place he has you in and still see some things that you want to see and do things that you want to do. How is God going to do that with my little bit of money? I need a job that got more money. I need a job that pay me more than what I'm getting. I need this and I need that because that is what God does. Did you not just learn from podcast one to podcast now? God will do exactly what he is going to do. And if God's whole plan was to rise you up, lift you up, to see you be successful, why would he not give you what you need to be able to fortify yourself in that direction? Of course, God will give you a budget. He'll give you instruction on step-by-step step how to manifest and how to keep it together in what you have right now. Yes, he will. I am a willing testament. You better ask somebody. Huh. Matter of fact, don't trust me. Trust God. No, do it, Practice it for yourself and see what happens. God is, God shall, God will.
Have you not seen how God operated for the for 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 not the Egyptians, but to the Egyptians for the Israelites? You understand? And how that manifested itself from Joshua to Rahab. Come on, somebody. And from Rahab to, to, to Boaz and Ruth. And from Ruth and Boaz down to David. Oh, I wish somebody would understand. God is, God shall, God will. Period. You understand? That is how he manifests himself. We have set a study of women in the Bible, and in those studies, we have seen how God operates. But God is the same yesterday, today, and and, and, and tomorrow. So if, excuse me, if God is the same, God is going to operate in the same way he's operated in the Old Testament and the New Testament and in this Testament for your life and mine. That's what you need to understand, that you are hearing these podcasts and you are learning about Christ and you are learning about who God is because that is how he manifests in your life. And that's how you can apply it to your life. You can apply it to your life by knowing if God didn't change for the for the Israelites and God didn't change for Rahab and God didn't change for Ruth. Huh, come on, somebody. Then he won't change for me. He will be the same God he was for David, the same God he was for Job, the same God he was for Rahab, the same God he was for Ruth, the same God he was for Naomi. He will be the same God for you, sis, the same God for you, sir. Won't you try him? Because death is all around you, yet you stand, because the word of God says you shall live and not die. That is what the word says. Jeremiah 29 and 11 also says, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. So if you are so busy going backwards, how can you receive what's forward? How can you have hope? How can you receive what's in your future if you keep looking back? I'm telling you today, sis, I'm telling you today, sir, look at where you are now and trust that God will get you to where you're going. There is nothing better than putting your hand in Jesus. Don't try him because of me. Try him for yourself. Try him because he is who he says he is. Try him because he is, he shall, and he will. Try him because Ruth listened to the instruction and got to the end. Listen and try him because Rahab was a prostitute, a hoe, and a tramp, but she got to have a good future. She raised a great son that blessed a beautiful woman in the mighty name of Jesus. She got to live and not die. You see, you got to come out of your flesh and come into your spirit, and the only way you can do that is with the help of the Lord. I can't help you, but God can help you. You can't help yourself, but God can help you. If you lean on God, he will show you how to be who you need to be when you need to be. Because see, knowing that these women exist, allow you to understand who you've been in every season and that who you are is not portrayed or perpetrated against who you shall be. Hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for being who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for your life and your sacrifice on Calvary over 2,000 years ago. We thank you, Lord God, that you shed blood that covers us, Lord God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our life. We plead the blood of Jesus over our understanding. We plead the blood of Jesus over our work each and every day. We plead the blood of Jesus over our family, over our friends, over our church, 
Lord God, over our church family, over our pastors, hallelujah, and their wives in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over our budgets. We plead the blood of Jesus over our bad habits. We plead the blood of Jesus, Father God, over the things that have held us bound, huh? but we know that you are delivering us right now. We plead the blood of Jesus over the doctor's report, but we know that we shall be healed by your stripes. Huh? Every stripe you took, we were healed for every bloodshed, Lord God. We thank you that you rose on the third day so that we have the communication to go to you in your presence. In your presence is where I find you, God. In your presence is where I find peace. In your presence is where I find life. In your presence is where my salvation lies. In your presence is where my love lies. In your presence is where my joy is. In your presence is where my enrichment is. In your presence is where my growth is. In your presence is where my stretch is. In your presence is where my trials and tribulations may lie, but you show me how to get through. In your presence are my resources, God. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, for every resource that you have lied for me, that you have laid down for me, that you have put out for me, that you have hid for me, that you have revealed for me. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And thank God. I pray and I hope that you will meet us on next Monday in the mighty name of Jesus, where we will go into the woman at the well. Yes, we are continuing the women in the Bible series with the woman at the well. Don't meet me there. Beat me there. Yes, Lord God, thank you. If you would like prayer in the mighty name of Jesus, leave a message on the podcast or you can DM us on Instagram at our Instagram, Lilies in the Valley podcast, Lilies in the Valley podcast. You need prayer. You would like to receive Christ and know the joy of the Lord in the land of the living Lord God and want to go and see Jesus Christ in heaven where we will know sorrow no more, where we will know back talk no more, where we won't know uh, 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 sores and, and cancer and, 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 and those things that try to eat us up here in, in the earth. We will know the in heaven. If that is you and you would like to know God as your personal Lord and Savior, please, please email us at spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com and we'll contact you so we can say the prayer of salvation together. Or if you would, we can say it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah. Lord, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and I ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart, Lord, as my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for my sins and I believe that you rose on the third day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Take complete control over my life, Lord, and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. If you have said that prayer today, we welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the kingdom family. We are so glad to be in family with you, and we are so glad to pray 
pray for you and with you and pray you through your journey of trials and tribulations and triumphs because you most certainly are going to have triumphs in Jesus Christ. We are here for you to lean on and glean on. Also, if you would like a study guide of any of the previous podcasts and this one tonight, and you would like any of the footnotes of my study, please email me at spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com. May the Lord's peace be unto you.